Welcome back to the Hearts Garden Podcast. I am your host, Dawn, and I'm super excited to be back with episode five. Um, As much as people love to talk about podcasting and all the things, I will 100% say that I can have all the ideas in the world and all the conversations that spark great podcast topics and literally not have the time to record. So I am super excited to be back to recording these episodes um, and making sure that I am putting out the content um, that is really true to who I am and myself. Um, So that brings me to this episode, which is episode five, and we are talking shadow work. Um, I'm not sure if you are familiar with shadow work or what your um, knowing of it, or if you ever heard of it, but shadow work is literally what it sounds like your shadow self. Um, I'm sure there's a better description on Google, but it is all that inner child. It is all the things that we kind of suppress in our subconscious. Um, and I am happy to be doing shadow work, uh, I'm lying. I am not happy to be doing shadow work. Shadow work is very hard. Shadow work uh, makes you take a deeper look at yourself and your experiences. And it is one of those things that make you really just sit back and hmm. Um, So, of course, I am happy to talk about some of the things I've been learning as I've been doing shadow work. Um, First and foremost, Happy New Year. Uh, It is 2023 and... I guess we call it the real new year now that we are actually in March. So we are doing some shedding in more ways than one. But excuse my voice. Um, I have been under the weather, in the weather. The weather been around me on top of my throat, backside of my back. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> I am here to do the things. So jumping into shadow work. One of the reasons why I wanted to do some shadow work is because there has been a lot of changes in my life currently. And I feel as though, um, I don't want to repeat some of the same cycles or even not give myself the opportunity to understand myself, um, fully, totally, and completely. I feel like life is just a lesson on intentional self-discovery over and over again that connects you to um, yourself and your higher source, whatever that may be for you. So, you know, this is just, you know, a version of myself that I need to um, uncover. And the way I've started doing shadow work is through literally, it's called the Shadow Work Journal, and it's by Essence of Abundance. You can find it on Amazon um, and It's paperback, so they'll mail it to you, and you can write in the margins. I have been doing audio recordings um, as well as writing, as well as sharing some of the information with my friends because it's getting deep, okay? Um, The first chapter is actually talking about um, shadow and shame, and that title already took me to another level because I'm just like, oh, God. I don't want to talk about the shame, you know, um, it took me a second to kind of really grasp it. Cause I'm like, shame is definitely a reoccurring thing in my past and things that I've wanted to like really discover about myself. And I think shame for a lot of reasons or a lot of ways have 
held me back a bit. I'm going to share with you one of the prompts, um, probably a few of them actually, just in case you want to journal yourself um, before you see if it's worth it to purchase it um, for your own personal journey. And one of the prompts says, what emotion do you find yourself actively trying to avoid? What do you fear will happen if you experience it or allow it to be? Is the emotion attached to a memory, a person, is this emotion attached to a narrative? Is the narrative true or false? If true, can you set it free? If false, can you address it and release it? And I think that was probably the first or second prompt in the journal. And my answer initially was pain. And I go great lengths to avoid pain. And sometimes that avoidance looks like people pleasing. It looks like not having the hard conversations. It looks like moving forward without addressing the foundation. Sometimes that avoidance of um, experiencing pain means like not shooting my shot when it comes to a goal that I want to meet or not putting myself in a space where I can um, fully be myself and be present. Um, I think the the avoidance of pain for me has been like the biggest caveat to a lot of things that I've experienced in my life. And I want to do my best to redirect that energy Um one of another prompt was, you know, list all of the ways you envision love being full for you. List all the ways you can give love without emptying yourself. And this one was another prompt that was just like, okay, okay, y'all trying to y'all trying to take my edges now. Y'all trying to bleed me dry at this motherfucking point. Um but this was this one was very empowering to answer because I have experienced some things where I'm like, okay, this is not me. This is not what I want for myself. This is not, you know, something that I feel I am really giving myself the opportunity to be a part of. So I'm going to read the prompt again, and I am going to read to you my response. So the prompt says, forgive all the ways you've emptied yourself. Fill yourself up with the promises of love to and for you. And my response was, I want to first start by saying I forgive you. Not for what you think you have done in this life surrounding love, but I forgive you for taking all of the blame. I call back to me the kind of love that makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up the type of love that makes me feel safe and protected, not just a physical protection, but an emotional and spiritual one. I love where my vulnerability isn't hitting or abused. I call middle-of-the-day smiles on my face back to me. I ask for purpose-driven love, divine intervention type of love, lack of scarcity in knowing love. I call all of that and more back to me. The kindest, sweetest, and deepest of loves fall at my feet 
before I have to fall on my heart. I call a peaceful love and awakening of the depths of my subconscious back to me. I promise to let love in. I promise to let in the abundance that love can give. I ask that love still look for me even when I lose myself. I ask that it becomes my Bible and my altar. I pray that true love never faults. I pray that the love that is for me will recognize me even when I don't feel like being seen. I promise to let love love me even when it's no longer shiny and new. I pray that love stands on the front line and fight for me while I go to war for it. I pray love knows capacity and limits. I pray I see just how good love can get. And even in that state, I find a way in which it doesn't consume me. I pray, I promise, and I call upon my own self that I become love and that I remain love no matter which way the wind blows. As long as my spirit can feel it, I will not open the door when love I will not open the door when love when love knocks. I will be sure to give it a key. Let me say that again. I will not open the door when love knocks. I will be sure to give it a key. I know love even more now because I know me. And that is the end of what my response was to that prompt. And although I wrote it, in a very like emotional pool kind of state. It was after a therapy session and we know how those get. Um, but it was more about reflecting on it now about like, I have to also do this work. There is not a space where I am ready for the work to be done on my behalf. I have to get up. I have to physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, um, abundantly get up, get up, show up, and really fight for the type of love that I desire. And this is platonic, romantic, interpersonal career because we do love the things that we do and work for and for a long period of time, things just feel lackluster. And I realize how much I add to that. And sometimes in me adding to that, I feel like I give myself all the blame, right? And saying that I shouldn't take all the blame is not me saying that there is no accountability there. What I am saying is that I know for a fact that some things just happen. Some things Everything happens for a reason, but sometimes that reason is not evident and it'll happen later on down the line. And what I want to make myself more than aware of is that take your your portion of accountability, but also know people, like I say all the time, and I've probably said on this podcast millions of times, um, people are really just the sum totals of themselves and their experiences. And that's from, you know, workspaces or friendship spaces, relationships that are platonic, romantic, all the things that are always clear, even familial relationships. Like I know for a fact that there are people in my family or those that I consider family who are experiencing life at the same exact time that I am. 
and in them trying to be there and be a vessel and a beautiful part of my life, they are also in their storms and having versions of them that is not as appetizing right now. Um, And I have to give them grace for that. And I have to give myself grace for understanding that sometimes you are just a caveat and you are affected, you know, along the way as they calm their winds or calm their own storms. And I am really like falling in love with this journal. I have cried probably every other prompt. It was like for two weeks I had to put the book down because Honestly, it was asking me to do too much work too fast. Okay. We can't, we can't uncover it all right now. Like my emotions were just up in an uproar, you know, and I was like, okay, let me take a step back because I'm not functioning the way I would like to. Um, but this book has really taught me, you know, how to discover myself along the way and knowing that the things that do come on a daily basis that require change and redirection uh, is also to put me in alignment when I'm out of alignment. And I know the witchy girls and guys and non-binaries love to talk about like, you know, woo, 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 and the alignment and the stars and all those things. And it's not to diminish those things, but I, what I mean by alignment, I'm sure that's what some of them mean too, is just like, I can tell, you can almost feel when you are not doing the things that you are supposed to do and that internal conflict that you have in order to push, push through and pursue the thing. Um, I have been redirecting that. And that's what I mean by sometimes I can feel when I'm not out of alignment. And sometimes, you know, TikTok got me thinking that sometimes black girl boredom is just a thing. Okay. Us sitting still is almost like, it's like a coffin for us because we feel like I need to be doing the thing. I need to be creating. I need to be manifesting. I need to be pushing through. I need to be surfacing this. I need to be discovering X, Y, Z. And it's like, you can absolutely do that. And you can do it well. However, you don't have to do it all the time to be significant. And I am in a portion of my life where I am redefining my significance. And it's not tied up in people or places or even things, but significantly learning and exploring and doing life and taking on new adventures and just following an authentic path of myself. And I pray that anybody who decides to listen to this podcast or come across just these few words that you are taking the time to exude and be the thing even if that thing is rest even if that thing is I'm taking a moment for myself even if that thing is do not disturb on your phone because what we do is kind of push ourselves to just go above and beyond and we'll turn around and try to figure out where our life went what what our thing has done what our understanding of self has kind of like pushed us into we are 100% just human vessels and never let life take your humanity from you um 
because capitalism and everything else will play a role and you'll feel like, you know what, I'm not where I want to be. And when you start taking those good measures of life, you realize you're right where you're supposed to be, right where you're supposed to be. Excuse me. Um, one thing that I start doing this year as well as I have started, I cut up like really, really small pieces of paper, found a cute little iridescent box from like a dollar store or a five below or something like that. Something just really small that I can keep by the entryway of my home slash my bedroom because I moved it. But I made these little cards and I they're really, really tiny like small ripped up pieces of paper. And every time I make an accomplishment or shoot a shot that I didn't know I was going to shoot or, you know, just put myself out there in a specific way, um, I ball it up. I write it on there, ball it up and put it in that box. So at the end of the year, I can look back and see all of the things that I've done or even maybe every quarter, um, depending on how fast you are doing the things. And sometimes it's very small things like you bought yourself a piece of jewelry you know, that you've been eyeing and you adorned your own body and you adorned yourself. Um, Taking a dance class or going to do something fun. Like I went and took a calligraphy class and I wrote, took a calligraphy class this day um, and it was my first time taking one. So that's an accomplishment. That is a new thing that um, I added to the repertoire of myself. So definitely... um, Find ways to, like, really give yourself space and opportunity to exist. Um, But, yeah, this this Shadow Work Journal is something else. Again, it is called The Shadow Work Journal, and it's by Essence of Abundance on Amazon. So definitely check that out. Um, I wanted to also say thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for... Um, listening to me rant, right? Because my podcast at this point doesn't have a full real structure. I have an idea of what I wanted to talk about and say for a while, but I never really like fully come up with an outline and y'all rock with me anyway, but I would love to speak to some of you all, have y'all on as guests and all the things moving forward, trying to make some video podcasts. I'm saying it out loud so that y'all can hold me to it. Um, but yeah, these, this journal has really done some amazing things for me and allowed me to just take deeper breaths about myself. And, you know, some prompts I go back to and I reread and I re-respond to because the more I think about certain things, my answers change. And I want you to let, want to let you know that that is absolutely all right. And like that first prompt I said about pain and how that has like the avoidance of pain has turned me into a people pleaser, but also avoiding pain really makes you unhappy to a certain extent because you are, now being dishonest you are being dishonest with people you are being dishonest with yourself you are thus shaping your reality to match someone else's dream or someone else's you know understanding and 
for myself personally. I don't want my past self, my future self, or my children to believe that unhappiness is a fair trade for safety. And I'm going to say that again. I don't want my past self, my future self, or my children to believe that unhappiness is a fair trade for safety. And that for me goes in multiple ways and directions because we are living in a world where people are not as accepting or, you know, at least minding their own business when it comes to people's lives and people always feel like they are right and they have to impress upon you how they feel about every little thing that's going on in your life and after speaking to my therapist she was saying like do not put yourself on pause or on hold everybody is living the life that they want to live why aren't you why aren't you everybody is predicated on this is how they want to live this is the type of life they want to have the religion that they want to subscribe to the type of love that they want to subscribe to um but they they pressed about um trans people or people in the lgbt lgbt community or sex workers or lyrics of a freaking Beyonce song you know everybody is so vigilant on the way that they're living their life is the right way that they don't allow any room for people to be different or to express themselves um and like I'll say it again like I want my past self my present self my future self and my children to realize that unhappiness is not a fair trade for safety I want happiness for everybody and I want us to be able to do that in a way where it's it's not malicious <laughs> to anyone else because sometimes words do cause harm and even to myself avoiding pain causes more harm than good because the pain doesn't subside it's just delayed <laughs> And the person that I end up hurting the most is myself. So take what resonates, leaves what doesn't. I feel like one of them tarot card readers on TikTok. But um, I actually like them people like a lot. Some of them be spot on and I'll be like, okay, let me, don't make me book a reading sis. But um, yeah. I hope that y'all are having a beautiful day. I also wanted to let y'all know that if you listen to this podcast and you love on me, I'm loving back on you. You can use the code hearts with an S hearts garden um, on the website at sweet nothings and co.com and you will get some money off your next purchase. Um, that will be a special code that I will utilize at the end of all the podcast episodes to make sure that you are not only adorning yourself in these words, but you adorn your body with the things, um, more things in the works. But again, that is Hearts Garden for the code um, for some money off on sweetnothingco.com. I love you all. I'm excited to record more episodes and be more diligent with that. But I hope that this episode does something to your spirit, you know, um, the way shadow work has been done to mine. And I love you.
abundantly. And may you be loved all the way through. You deserve it. Thank you.